Meriton did was not such a big deal. Jesus didn't even use the word good Samaritan. That's what, that's what we, we came up with. The scripture doesn't say good Samaritan and Jesus never said good Samaritan. The real point of the story is not about the greatness of this Samaritan. What he did was indeed noble. Helping out a person on the street was not in his schedule, but he took time to go down where this man was hurting and took him to the inn and took care of him and even gave his money to the innkeeper to take care of him. That's noble. How many people would do that? We are so busy and indifferent. We won't usually care about the people around us who are hurting. We are too busy to do our own stuff and we are also very indifferent. We are living in a very indifferent kind of society. Living in downtown, I encounter people on the street all the time. Whenever I walk out, I see people. They are my neighbors. Whenever I stop the car, and people always approach me uh, for money. Uh, once, I mean, most people are very thankful, uh, but once I was coming to the early morning prayer, 6 o'clock in, uh, in the morning, I stopped, and then this guy was standing in front of me, in, in front of my car, and asked for money, and so he came around. I didn't, usually we don't carry cash around us. And I didn't have much money. So whatever coins, probably more than a dollar, <laughs> I uh, collected everything, then I gave it to him, and he threw back at me. <laughs> well, sometimes uh, that happens, but, you know, I feel always bad that I couldn't do much. All I could uh, do is to give some change. So I make, try to make sure that I carry some changes in my pocket whenever I go, down, I go out. So living in downtown, they are always around you. The man who was robbed, how thankful he must have been. When we suffered, there were people who helped us. And we are very thankful for their help. Also, what Samaritan did was very dangerous. The road from Jerusalem to Jericho was notorious for being dangerous. The road from Jerusalem to Jericho was known as Ascent of Adumim. Adumim meaning red. So, Ascent of Blood or a scent of red because of the blood many robbers shed there. People who could not pay the heavy Roman tax around, they lived around there hiding from Roman soldiers and they robbed the traveler, travelers often. So that's why that road was called a scent of blood. 
So when they go through that road, people hurried to get through this road as soon as possible, as fast as possible. They had no time to look around. They just go through it. Even if they see somebody hurting, they don't have, they, it's too dangerous for them to stop by. That's why priest and Levite just passed by. So this Samaritan, what he did was noble and dangerous. But that is not the main point of the story either. Jesus gave this story because a lawyer asked Jesus, who is my neighbor? Yes, we have to love our neighbor, but who is our neighbor? And Jesus gave this story not to lift up the Samaritan, but to define, to tell them who their neighbor was. We are told to love our neighbors, but if your neighbors are those whom you are comfortable with, like your family, your friends, your colleagues, then what good is that? What is so great about loving your neighbors, if they are your neighbors? People whom we do business with, people whom we have vacation with, people who have same economic and social status, people whose ideologies and political colors are the same, if we define them as our neighbors and love only those people, isn't it just collective selfishness? Let us just help each other. Because you are my friend. You are my neighbor. If neighbors are those around you who are like you, then what, how is it so great about loving your neighbor? I don't think Jesus was trying to say that loving your neighbor should be collective selfishness. Didn't Jesus also say that? This is what he said. For if you love those who love you, what reward do you have? Do not even the tax collectors do the same? And if you greet only your brothers and sisters, what more are you doing than others? Do not even the Gentiles do the same? That's what Jesus said. Our neighbors are not those whom we are comfortable with, those whom we want to be with, those who are helpful to us or beneficial to us. Jesus told us to go out into the world and be neighbors to the people in this world. This is what he said. Which of these three do you think was a neighbor to the man who fell into the hands of the robbers. He said, the one who showed him mercy, Jesus said to him, go and do likewise. Go be a neighbor like this person was a neighbor. That is our calling. That is what we need to do 
It is our responsibility to be neighbors. Jews did not get along with Samaritans. They hated each other. They despised each other. As soon as they see each other, they run away. They didn't even go through the area of Samaria because they did not like each other. But this Samaritan saved the Jew who was robbed. The scripture doesn't say that he was a Jew, but 99% of the people who used that road from Jerusalem to Jericho were Jews. So probably he must have been a Jew. But it doesn't really matter whether he was a Jew or not. The people who listened to Jesus was Jewish people. All, they were all Jews. And Jesus was telling them, the person, the people that you despise so much, that person is your neighbor. That's what Jesus said to the Jews. Jesus came to help humanity to overcome all our boundaries and become neighbors to each other. Jesus himself became our neighbors. To be our neighbor, he risked the danger and ultimately he was crucified. That's what Jesus did, to be our neighbor. Jesus wanted to change people who used to live with hostility to become people now to live with neighborly love. From hostility to hospitality. That was the vision of Isaiah. He shall judge between the nations and shall arbitrate for many peoples. They shall beat their swords into plowshares and their spears into pruning hooks. Nations shall not lift up sword against nation, neither shall they learn war anymore. That was the vision of Isaiah. No more fight. We are all neighbors. And St. Paul captured Jesus' intention very well when he said, For he is our peace. In his flesh he has made both groups into one and has broken down the dividing wall. That is the hostility between us. He got rid of the hostility between us so that we become neighbors to each other. Especially to those who are different from us. Especially those who are weak and vulnerable. Especially those who are alienated and isolated from society. Especially to those who are voiceless. Jesus took out their hostility so that we can become neighbors to each other. The only way to be a neighbor is to have mercy. To have mercy. Which of these three do you think was a neighbor to the man who fell into the hands of the robbers? He said, the one who showed him mercy. Mercy. The Samaritan, even though he was a Samaritan, he knew what mercy was all about. This is what he, what he, what he says. But a Samaritan, while traveling, came near him, and when he saw him, he was moved with pity. We don't like the word pity because it's kind of top-down kind of love, but that's not what it meant. It's a, here, the pity is aching heart. Aching heart for the person who was suffering. 
We don't see this aching heart anymore in this modern world. We're so indifferent. We're so dull. I mean, the pleasure of the world sometimes really makes our heart dull. We lose the ability to empathize. We lose the, uh, lose the ability to feel pain for others' suffering. We don't have that aching heart anymore. Having this aching heart is to be a neighbor. When we have this aching heart for each other, we can become neighbors to each other. It doesn't matter who they are. They don't have to be lovable people. This merciful heart is possible only when you experience the mercy from God. When you experience the mercy from God, you know what merciful heart is all about. When God's mercy is working within you, this merciful heart becomes formed within you. As Simon uh, said uh, eloquently in the beginning, God's mercy takes precedence over God's wrath. And that is our hope. When we commit sins, maybe God's wrath may arise, but when we ask for forgiveness, when we repent our sins and ask for forgiveness, all of a sudden God's mercy takes over. And God's God's wrath turns into God's mercy. The greatest attribute of God is mercy. Let us be neighbor, not just to your friends, but look around. Not just in this sanctuary, but look around the society. Who are voiceless? Who are rejected? Who do you not like? Who are you not comfortable with? They are your neighbors. Not only those that you like so much. When you show that mercy to them, you are living out Jesus' spirit. Canada and United States, we are a neighborly country. But these days, sometimes we forget that we are neighbors. Whether you're a politician or whoever who is turning hospitality into hostility, they, are not uphold, they, are not, they don't uphold Jesus' spirit. Let us be neighbor. That's our calling. Let us sing together.